faith, allegiance to duty or a person, loyalty, complete trust, a system of religious beliefs. Hi folks, welcome back to Another Way, or if you're just joining us, go back and listen to the other episodes. And I don't just say that to plug myself, although that is a big reason. I say it so that you know what I'm talking about, so that we have a language between us as listener and host. Couldn't think of that word for a second. Couldn't think of the word host. But then again, in the middle of a lesson the other day, I forgot what hands were called. So, <laughs> you know, these things with your the fingers. Yeah. Maybe that early onset Alzheimer's I joke about is not a joke. Ugh. Today's episode is brought to you by ibuprofen and ice and heating pads. I pulled a muscle in my back. And it's a very exciting story, you see. It was, it's, uh, I was reaching for the conditioner in the shower the other day. And my back went, hey, I just want you to know I'm still here. So I haven't been doing a whole lot lately except for, well, I haven't been doing a whole lot lately because it's hard. I can like, I've, I've been getting very good at plies. Is that the proper pluralization? I don't know. It's a French word. I can plie very well now. Let's go with that. And I can twist. I just can't like bend over or, you know, leaning over to. Any, any time that my spine does not remain straight is, is a little bit painful for me these days. But, you yeah, know, it happens. So, we're talking about faith today. Which is a word that I have a very complicated relationship with. I don't like it. I don't like the word faith. I think it's overused. I don't think it's used correctly a lot of the times. But I think, uh, well, we'll get into that, because first got to tell you a story. Every time I say that, <laughs> the voices in me head go, oh God, he's going to tell a story. But I am, I'm going to tell a story. So I'm, I uh, run a church choir, which means I go to church every Sunday, well, most Sundays, which is weird for me to say, because I, I'm not religious. It's complicated. We won't get into it, but I just let, let's just go there and say I'm not religious. Um, so it's it's still odd, even after four years, to say at church the other day. But here's the story: at church the other day, <laughs> I had already kind of had the idea for this podcast in my mind, and then uh, the pastor's sermon was all about faith the other day. He was talking about how the word for faith in Greek has a noun form and a verb form, and how we don't have a verb form of faith in English. And I found that interesting. And it was just, it was, you know, call it synchronicity, call it whatever, that I was already thinking that this was going to be the faith episode of the podcast, and then he does that sermon. So, okay. I was like, all right, here we go. 
But like I said, I don't like the word. I, I don't like it. Let's just slur the words together. I promise I haven't been drinking. And the only drugs I've taken are ibuprofen. Um, so I don't like the word. And I've, I've had a very complicated relationship with just the idea itself. Because we tend to use the word in ways that I don't think are quite right. We tend to, you hear it a lot with people going, oh, just have faith and it'll work out. Just have faith. Which to me implies that you're done. Once you have faith, you're done and you don't have to do anything else. That's the cat scratching at the door because I'm awful and lock them out when I'm doing this. Anyway, and I know that a lot of people don't mean it that way, but that's the way that I have viewed it for a long time. And I always think of the, it's nice to have faith. I wish I had a little bit more faith in a lot of things, but I tend to think that if you're not doing something, there's no point to it. When I was uh, in Europe a couple summers ago, I was traveling with a group from my, uh, what do you call it? College. <laughs> I had graduated at this point, but I came back to go on this tour with them. So I was traveling with a group of college kids. And I normally, every other tour that I've done of Europe like that has been with adults like older adults, not college adults. And so it was interesting, just the dynamic change. But one of uh, the group, our first day in Rome, wandered off. And we couldn't find her. And at one point, one girl said, I don't know why everybody's worried. We should just pray. And <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for this, but it, I was like, no, no, not no. Praying is fine, but we should do something too. We should do something and pray. Maybe you can pray if you want to, but I think doing something helps. And I think that has been the root of my problem with the word faith is that I've had this connotation about it, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that says that just having faith is enough. And I don't think it is. I think you got to do something. Which brings me to the thought I had yesterday afternoon as I'm digesting the pastor's sermon, where the crux of his argument was that we don't have a word for the verb form of faith in the English language. And I realized that he's wrong. We do have a word for it. A word I've used many times on the podcast. Practice. Practicing is a form of having faith. Yeah. I'm just going to let that sink in. Because it is. It really is. I'm rereading The Artist Way, 
which is a book that I've talked about a couple of times on the podcast, but I'm rereading it to sort of get um, more ideas for the podcast itself and, you know, just for my own personal self-exploration practice, whatever you want to call it. And Julian Cameron presents this idea in the introduction of art being a faith-based practice. And I think that is why I was so drawn to the idea of the arts. It's why I was drawn to music. It's why I was drawn to writing and to the idea of writing practice and practicing music because it is something larger than myself and it's a constant practice of things. And I didn't necessarily have that the way that people who are more religious do. I have said many times over the years that I wish I could believe in anything as strongly as some people believe in their religions. And um, I have a complicated relationship with the idea of spirituality and religion. which is complicated by the fact that I work at a church. <laughs> but I don't, I consider myself kind of religion less. And I decided a long time ago that I wasn't going to worry about the idea of a God. Because I wanted to focus on things around me. And it's very difficult to function that way in our society because uh, people identify so strongly with their religions. And when you are religionless like me, first off, a lot of religious people um, think that that is wrong. And so it's, it's, it's a delicate dance. And I'm not saying that I think that people who have religions are, are wrong or shouldn't have religions. I like, I, I can't stand militant atheists even more. I, I would rather sit in a room with missionaries of every religion for seven weeks solid than I would sit with a militant atheist for 24 hours because some of that militant atheism and it's it's stereotypical just like anything else but it's so dismissive and I think that it's better to be open to ideas and that's where I'm kind of at and Everything that I'm talking about right now I'm, is super hard to kind of put into words. And that's kind of where I've reached my own sense of spirituality is, is, a, is a place where I'm just not going to try to define it because it's indefinable. Undefinable? Whatever the proper prefix is. 
But I think that's what drew, draws me. Drew me, draws me, and will continue to draw me to art and to practicing whatever art forms because it does give you that same sense of working towards something often just for the sake of the thing something that is bigger than yourself my writing i don't know about well writing in general is is bigger than me music is much bigger than me i just played this afternoon in our town's Bach festival, I played with a mandolin group and we played the Bach double violin concerto. And that is a piece that is just so ubiquitous that it's always happening somewhere. It's, it's become a universal piece. And so when I play things like Bach and Beethoven and Mozart, you know, these cultural standards, it really gives me a sense of participating in something much larger and more important than me. And that is simultaneously, that's not how I wanted to say that, that is incredibly empowering in a lot of ways, but it's also very dangerous for our egos because our egos don't like to think that there is anything bigger than ourselves. And I suppose that's where Okay. I got to go deal with cats. So why don't we just pause here? We'll take a break. We'll talk about sponsors. We'll come back. This podcast is brought to you by Great Grand Projects, a creative collective of artists featuring G. James Martin's Letters to You. Now, Jim does this great thing. He's, he's a friend of my writing partner, Rob. Um, and he does this great thing where he writes he's trying to capture the the art of letter writing and so he, he travels all over the country and he writes letters as various people to various people it started off with this thing he was doing where in order to get over a breakup he wrote letters that he never sent to an ex and it sort of evolved from there it's a really interesting project. It bugs the crap out of me because he refuses to email me the stuff to post on the website. He insists on sending it as an actual letter. So that's a little irritating for me as the administrator of the site. But you know, whatever. You do you, Jim. The podcast is also brought to you by Horizon Creative Studios which is the home of Another Way. You can look on there right now, and I have descriptions of three different sorts of workshops that I am going to, that I'm going to be, start working on. One of which, if you're anywhere near Durango, Colorado on March 25th, you can attend by registering on the website. I'll tell you more about the specific kinds of workshops on another episode. But right now, you can just go and take a look there. So check, them out, check us out greatgrandprojects.com and horizoncreativestudios.com Okay, we're back. Hopefully. Hopefully the cat is good. I told one of my... I tell people all the time that I'm just a shawl and dangly chains for my glasses away from being a crazy cat lady. And I said that to one of my violin students and her next lesson her mother brought me dangly chains for my glasses. 
I would wear them, but they don't fit on the glasses that I have right now. So, bummer. Anyway, so we were talking about faith and the ego and how doing something bigger than you is something that the ego does not like. And I was saying how I think that that's probably the root of that same sort of militant atheism I was talking about earlier, where they're just so dismissive. I think it's I think it's ego talking there. Not to say that I don't think it's ego in the same way for people who are very fundamental in other religions. I think it is ego because I think what's behind that sort of fundamentalism is a very selfish sort of about me attitude. Which is where I, I kind of bump into the idea of religion versus spirituality. I love the idea of spirituality and of believing in uh, whatever you want to call God or the universe or whatever you want to label that. I just think when it gets, it can turn very easily. And I think that's what religion is sometimes. I tend to think of religion as being sort of a political uh, political organization that kind of morphs things sometimes. And it's not all bad. But I think if we go back to the idea of faith, that's the crux of everything that I'm talking about here. For art and for religion, spirituality, whatever you want to call it. Because I think that faith is all about having a relationship with whatever is important to you, with something that's bigger than you, whatever that is to you. To me, it just happens to be art and music. And there have been shifts over the years. I find myself being a lot more open to certain ideas that I was not open to even three years ago. And part of it is through this work of unblocking myself that I'm just becoming a more, more tolerant, I guess, which is funny because I considered myself to be very tolerant before. But I'm more open to certain ideas that I would have dismissed completely. I mean, three years ago, I probably wouldn't... Three, past me, probably would not listen to this episode just based on the idea of it being named Faith. And that's the truth right there. It, I probably wouldn't. So... There's faith and there's practice, and I really think that practice is sort of faith set in motion. Because the point of faith is not, in you know, in my view, I probably shouldn't have to say that, should I? I feel like every, <laughs> all of this is my view, isn't it? Um, but I don't think that faith is, I don't think that faith needs to have a point other than having it. You know, it, 
And it's the same way with practice. You're not, the point of practice is not to have, is not necessarily to have an end goal. We should practice because we practice. And the benefits that come out of it should just kind of be secondary. So if you write and you just start writing and a good idea comes and then you work on that more and all of a sudden you've got a novel, that's much better and often works a lot better than sitting down and saying, okay, I'm going to write a novel. I'll tell you, I've been working on a novel for over a decade now. And uh, like a lot of good characters, the, the protagonist just walked into my head one day and then I got really cocky. Cocky's not the right word. I got kind of idealistic and I was like, I'm going to write this novel and it's going to be about this and it's going to show this, this, and this, and this, and this, and it's going to have this point to it. And those drafts are just awful and they don't work. And I've stopped writing that novel at least five times. But I keep coming back to it because the characters won't let me go. And I finally realized that I just have to tell their story and take my ego out of it and have faith that what I'm doing with it will go somewhere. And it's already easier. Ever since I had that epiphany of I just need to tell these characters stories, it's easier to write. And the points, the points have changed a little bit, like the message of the, of the book has changed a little bit, but it's there, but it's not forced. And that's what the entire point of faith and practice is about is not forcing allowing it to happen that's the point you know you have your best ideas when you're not thinking about them they just come out of nowhere when you're not intentionally thinking about things it's often where the the best ideas come that's why the shower how many ideas have i talked about on this podcast came to me in the shower lots of them and it's also i'm gonna get on my soapbox here for a second that's why you should read people you should read you should watch documentaries you should learn because that's how those ideas come is you read stuff and it goes in your brain and it mixes around in there and it synthesizes and then the ideas come out there's a there's a vocal trick I use with some of my students sometimes and uh, I have no idea if I made it up or if I read it somewhere and it just bubbled to the surface because it came to me one day after a choir rehearsal when I was washing my hands in the bathroom and thinking about this specific vocal problem I just said, I said something, I thought something about how 
it is a problem and how it's hard to deal with. And the idea came to me. And I suspect it's synthesize, it's a synthesis, it's a, a combination of different ideas that I've read that blossomed into something kind of original. That's what I suspect. But I could have read it somewhere. I read so many books, I, I never know anymore. But there's also, there's faith in reading too, now that I think of it, because you pick up a book and you might know what, what it's about, or you might read the jacket and say, oh, this sounds interesting, but you don't really know until you actually read the thing. It's letting go. Oh, my streep. That was my problem with faith for all those years. That was the problem. It wasn't that idea I was talking about earlier with it being in needing to have an action to it. Oh my gosh. It's the idea of letting go. Wow. Okay. Sudden stunning realization of myself in the middle of podcast. But that's totally it. I didn't like the idea of faith because to have faith, you have to let go of certain things. Control being one of those. And I don't like letting go of control. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. See, this is the kind of thing that happens <laughs> when you start doing this sort of work on your art. When you start peeling back the layers, you start to realize things that have motivated you for years without you even realizing it. It's like I was talking to a friend of mine today about, about a person. And I'm, I'm one of those people, I'm very good at, I usually, I'm very good at sensing, getting vibes off of people and going, ah, I don't know. And I was talking about this person and I had said, I don't, I don't know how I feel about them, but I don't know why I'm, I get weird vibes. And then something happened with this individual that was like, okay, yeah, I was right. But it's that thing. I say it all the time. It's like, I don't like this person, but I'm not sure why. I get weird vibes, but I don't know what it's about. And 90% of the time it takes something happening or somebody else pointing something out to make me go, yes, that is why. That's, that's why I get the weird vibes. And it's the same sort of thing. You have to break a lot down to have these realizations of, oh my gosh, this is why that thing happened. Art is a faith-based... Faith, <laughs> Maybe one day I'll get through an episode without stumbling over my own freaking tongue. <laughs> Art is a faith-based practice. I guess life is a faith-based practice. It's kind of irritating. <sighs> yeah. So, go out there and have faith, everyone.
But really, really, have faith in your art and in yourself and whatever else you want to believe in. You know, I don't judge. <laughs> so I guess that's it this week, folks. Um, follow me on the Twitter tweet at that KJ Bell. Uh, check out horizoncreativestudio.com. You can find lots of fun stuff on there. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes. You can, of course, always listen to the podcast on uh, horizoncreativestudios.com. But I would love it if you would subscribe to iTunes as well and maybe comment or rate or whatever it is you're supposed to do. So get out there and practice, which is the verb form of faith. It is okay to be an artist. It is okay to create. It is okay to be exactly as you are right now. It is okay. I am okay. And you are okay. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>